0: Why is it more prevalent for outliers or the outlier type to do great things, uh, achieve great things, have great things, and even be seen as great people in, a, in, in others' eyes, uh, yet struggle to feel feel it in themselves? And this comes down to, a uh, this is one, one of the reasons, but, but probably the most prevalent, it comes down to a multitude of, of factors, but primarily it comes down to adaption. A lo- a great deal of the outlier personality type uh and when I say personality type, it's just more of a more of a general kind of framework. I wouldn't say it's a type, it's a general framework. A lot of it is from, from that kind of fawn if you've listened to the previous podcast, that fawn style um way to live, that fawn style adaptive defence mechanism, which actually turns out to be bloody beneficial in how today Roles and how today sort of sees results and wants results it just seems it just seems to fit really well. But uh, talking to my clients over and over and over, it doesn't matter how much you, you, they've achieved. It doesn't doesn't matter how much they've got. They still are on the search. They still are struggling to notice it within themselves. What other people see. Now a lot of this is comes down to the fact that consciousness will form habits. Consciousness and your mind will form habits in a direction that you point it. So if we look at some of these psychological habits that we build, especially when we look at adaption, we build psychological habits around safety and around security. And and most of the time, if you feel or resonate with the outlier personality type you would have been condemned or banished or punished or you know uh told to not be so conf- when you were younger not be so confident you know don't stand out too much don't be that strong don't be that loud don't be don't be that much don't be that much you and so early on we we learned hey my most important thing right now is survival I don't feel very safe when I'm confident. I don't feel very safe when I'm peaceful. I don't, feel, I don't feel very safe when I'm competent. I don't feel very safe when I express my ideas. So how consciousness in you learns to feel safe is by being small, is by adapting to others' needs, is by um, not being too joyous, right? not, being, not, not expressing too much. So you get this limited wavelength of experience because consciousness has learnt how to be safe in you. And this is regardless of what you achieve. It just so turns out in the outlier type that that kind of adaptability kind of sets you up for success. As we've heard before, you know, it kind of sets you up for success in how to relate to people, how to adapt to people, especially in things like sales, um, solo businesses, things like that. You'll have a natural tact for it. But unrecognizes the cost to your sense of settledness and peace within you, and so it, it although the the problem may feel complex here, the solution is quite easy. Uh, the solution is you know full circle back to can you simply observe your inner reality uh, in a way where you don't mentally engage um, Blandness, or, or or beige feelings, or despondency, confusion, um, uh, despondency, confusion, uh, inescapability, things like that. Can you start literally breaking the mental habits that you've formed to survive? And if we tie all this together, uh, as I said, this comes down to adaptation, where it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter how much you achieve or what you do or how other people see you. If you don't teach yourself the inner reality of peace or teach yourself the inner reality of joy or appreciation, then the habit that you've set up inside your psychology, the habit you've set up inside your mind will just follow its natural path back to bland or back to not enough or back to uh, even, you know, revenge, anger. Maybe even back to, it'll just revert back to sadness and depression um, or a joylessness in life. And if we, if you don't see the blind spot of, you know, thinking there's you in the external world and they're separate and the more the external world adds up into my favor, then I should experience more joy or more me or more self-awareness or whatever. That's a big blind spot. As you're probably, you know, sitting here already realizing, listening, going, the more I do and get and achieve, it doesn't seem to be working or it doesn't seem to be giving me what I want. Now, for any life event that's big, that can be a PTE or like a potentially traumatic event or, you know, unplanned for success. You've only got three ways that that can play out. And and again, surviving success is a challenging thing as well. Surviving um, catastrophe is a a massive thing. But either way, um, unplanned life events favorable or unfavorable, only go three ways. You either go back to homeostasis and you go back to the same level that you were. So you either dip and you return to the same level or you rise and you return to the same level. That's scenario one, number one. Scenario number two is that for whatever reason, you've dipped below where you were and now you have less quality of life. Now that can be, guys, that can be for success or something You know, that's quite painful. You can dip and have an experience of life that's less than where you were and you might stay there. Or, for whatever reason, you can have a big catastrophe and you can grow from it so you actually get a benefit. You don't return back to normal. You return back to a higher quality of life. Now, that can happen through a traumatic event or a successful event. But either way, what what we're discussing here is that these big events, you're only going to have a few of them across your life, whether they're good or bad. You're only going to have a few massive events across your life. Across an 89-a-year time, you know, even maybe pushing up to 100, that doesn't cut it for me to feel a sense of peace, a sense of freedom, joy, gratitude, uh, the ability to express and do what I want. And so if you do resonate with the with the outlier personality type, you're going to have to learn how to train these things. Training your Habit of peace, your habit of awakened awareness, your habit of love, your habit of connectedness. If you're not feeling those things, it is a 100% internal affair. It's an internal affair of practicing and training those traits or habits so consciousness wants to go there. Imagine this imagine if something quite bad happened and your consciousness wanted to immediately go to gratitude versus defeat or distress or trauma. And because everyone's sitting here, I know you've had some kind of successful thing happen, and because of how we all grew up, your consciousness wanted to go to fear. It wanted to go to uh, pain or suffering, even though you got the thing you wanted. Consciousness just goes, I'm just going to follow the habit that I've always been trained to do. Some of us are lucky. Some of us kind of have a natural, uh, solid kind of base. But, guys, personality, when we look at the science of personality, personality only accounts for 10% of the variance in your behavior. That just tells me that we can't sit here and rest on our personalities to live the good life. Uh, and living a good life is, you know, it's all going to be based on experience. But it's going to be based on the thing that joins every single experience, not isolated, independent experiences of, I want an experience of love, of travel, of success, of blah, 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 blah. name your poison, whatever. What's the thing that joins all those experiences together? What's the ground of that experience? That is you. That is your awakened awareness so you can experience those things. That must be trained and guided into growth-driven, successful, grounded habits of consciousness. And if we don't do that, then, you know, if you don't do that, then really what does all the pushing and, and mean? If you don't do that, you know, what does it all really stack up to at the end of the day? Because uh, if you really want to scrutinise it, if you really, really want to scrutinise it and, and critique it, why are you doing what you're doing? We well, you want to live a good life it's partly out there but it's mostly in here it's mostly in here so can you stop engaging those mental habits can you do you want to have the courage to do the work to to find new emotional spiritual psycho spiritual habits of your of your awareness as a default and so well, that's where we're at that's where we're at guys 10 minutes uh <laughs> if you want more on this hit me up as always uh, but this is a, f- a fun little one, and, and just a bit of a, a kind of a nudge and a, an a encouragement that you know we do have the you do have the miracle of awareness, and 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 we can do some pretty cool things today to set us up for really nice growth supportive unconscious habits. Imagine having your consciousness trained and set up in such a way that it is habituated to joy or habituated to gratitude uh and that's something that you can that's something that's worth spending some time on see you guys